Acast anbefaler. Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skide af alle de der podcasts og forklarer meget nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lytte til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel. What they've done is they've created a whole book with meat substitute dishes. So you have here crispy Korean style chicken wings, but they don't say vegan chicken wings. Everything in the book is vegan. They just don't say that. Um, and who doesn't want a bit of this? You know, this is like your sort of a sweet and sour chicken. It's that kind of vibe going on. But for the chicken, you use tofu and everything is vegan. And it's just it looks gorgeous. But they make no sort of apology for leaving out the word vegan and so you go to another page for example duck pancakes it doesn't say vegan duck pancakes mm. it doesn't say duck substitute it just says duck pancakes but there's no duck in uh, the book and they've had to go you know because it's it's a really punchy play to call their book meat even though they're vegan and i bet one of one of the questions i can't wait to ask them when they come in today is how how did they get this past the publishers because publishers don't like irony they don't like Any kind of suggestion that you need to be at the meeting to get what the title of the book actually is supposed to be conveying. And this is, I mean, there's even a picture of a dish on the front and it looks like stew steak. Yeah. And it's not, there's no reference really to the fact that it's, there's no meat in it. And, and you go on, you've got your spaghetti bolognese, ultimate bolognese, it says here. Again, completely plant-based, but you wouldn't know. People say, well, what's the point in... You know, giving giving up uh, meat if you just want to still um, have things that taste like meat. Well, because it's better for you. <laughs> That's probably why. And it could be cheaper and it could be uh, more fulfilling uh, from a preparation point of view. Uh, and uh, a million other reasons. And there's nothing wrong with meat. I'm back on the meat. You know, not so much as I used to eat before because I went plant-based for a couple of years. And that gave me the perspective and a bit of distance that I, I required to, to... I had some fish last night, you know. Uh, but I have very very little fish and meat now but i look forward to it all the more for that and then i think you know beans are the way forward you want to get, get beans in your life get chickpeas in your life get pulses in your life all these different kinds of things uh, but um 
You know what? What's the point? In, what's the point in giving up alcohol if you still have a a zero beer on a Friday? Because it's not got poison in it. That's mm. why. <laughs> that's yep. why. Well, it's my decaf coffee in the morning. I no, try I, not to have no, caffeine. No, none of us. Do, uh, do you think that's no. where the you line is? You can't jump just on, the line? You can't jump on my brilliant logic. <laughs> yeah, I can. When I'm on a roll here and just nick it for your pathetic. What do you have again every morning? Decaf macchiato. No, you have a super chic. A pointless, a pointless macchiato. <laughs> So there's no so so all of that that you said yeah. about alcohol-free beer and yeah. meat-free meat, uh-huh. right? All of that, yes. you know, is is good, right? Yes. But when it comes to decaf coffee, it's not just decaf; mm. it's everything else that goes with it because it's it doesn't have anything to do with the coffee shop in it, does it? <laughs> well, it has a shot of espresso. Does it? Yeah, a shot of espresso and okay. a little decaf suspic- espresso. Yes, okay, and a suspicion of foam. Suspicion of foam. Just a, yeah, a hint of foam. It doesn't it help us promote the Bosch Boys, but which is also what I'm trying to do. To be honest, they have twenty-five million million pounds each. Um, <laughs> I would say more than that. Uh, subscribers on their Facebook cooking channel per month. Uh, lobster roll. Here we go again. No lobster in it at all. But look at it. it looks gorgeous. I want to make roll. all this food. Tuscan tuna pasta salad. Again, it's substitute tuna. What are they using for the tuna here? Um, sea salt, uh, short pasta, uh, red onion, good quality, large green, baby plum tomatoes, um, blotty beans. There you go. That'll be what it is. Shredded up, won't it? The blotty beans soaked overnight. Because it even looks like pasta. Shredded pasta, uh, uh, tuna, rather. Seafood paella. Again, no mention of the fact that it's not got any actual seafood in it. Chorizo, mac and cheese. This is a brilliant book. Well done, Bosch Boys. You know, the Bosch Boys ju- just got better. And I don't know. I didn't know. I wouldn't be able to conceive of how they might do that. But they just have. And they're on the show today, which is great. It's a beautiful day today already. Highs of 27 degrees. The weather has turned. We had no idea... It needed to turn. We arrived back from our holidays on Sunday. Really nice summer. Oh, England's had a nice summer. Britain's had a nice summer. <laughs> no, it was just, it just began again on Sunday. But it is back, back, back. How was the weather for your festival? Uh, so Friday it was um, torrential downpour. Nice. Yeah, which was fun. It's always really fun to put up a tent in that weather, I think. Mm. Uh, just adds a bit of summer. Try building a festival in that weather. Because sometimes you get lovely weekends for the festival, but the build period yeah. is terrible. Sometimes yeah. it's, it's actually better the other way around. Yeah. So, But then on the Saturday and Sunday, it was just, it was lovely. I think I even got a little bit of a red nose one day. So, Did you? Yeah, which is, you know. All right. I quite like that. We all need to be more cloud and we need to be more ocean. Tell you why in a second or two. Well, I went very clever man called Alan Wattsville. Natalie says, we're going to Brighton to celebrate and I can't wait. It's my birthday today. Happy birthday, Colin Edinburgh. I've got a round of retired golf this morning. Then I'll be revving up for a gym session and a catch up with my mate for a vino and some saran. What's saran? Saran. Oh, sorry. Scran. Sorry, no, scram. Scram. Yeah. scram. Why don't I put my specs back on? That's what they're for, isn't it? <laughs> Colin's having a terrible retirement, isn't he? Yeah, golf with his mates, yeah. beers with his mates, uh-huh. food with his mates. Yeah, uh, you both got your favourite stories from the papers today, haven't you? Yes. Uh, <laughs> would you like to give us the headline of yours, Vassos, first? Boy thinks he's found a piece of KFC chicken that looks exactly like the UK. Boy needs to go to Specsavers. Yes, boy does. <laughs> uh, mine is baby squirrel found being looked after by a hen after losing its mom. Oh. There are other stories too. We'll get to all this guff in a minute. <laughs> all right, we all need to be more cloud. Take it away, Alan Watts. In Zen practice, the thing that you have to understand is this. You have to regard yourself as a cloud in the flesh because, you see, clouds never make mistakes. Did you ever see a cloud that was misshapen? 
Did you ever see a badly designed wave? <laughs> no, they always do the right thing. Now, so as a matter of fact do we, because we are natural beings just like clouds and waves. Only uh, we have complicated games which cause us to doubt ourselves. But if you will treat yourself for a while as a cloud or wave and realize that you can't make a mistake, whatever you do, because even if you do something that seems to be totally disastrous, it'll all come out in the wash somehow or other. All right, baby squirrel found being looked after by hen after losing its mum, Sinead. Oh, this is just such a lovely story and incredibly rare as well. So uh, basically, uh, someone called the Animal Welfare Charity in Scotland to say that they'd found a little baby squirrel uh, snuggled underneath one of their hens. Um, and they were a little bit worried and they thought they needed to talk to the, um, the welfare charity up there uh, basically the little squirrel so a little squirrel's known as a kit which is the first i've heard of that so no that's idea. a bit of information for you um so it would have become separated from his mother and would just needed a bit of warmth just needed a cuddle and so found the hen and apparently the hen was fine the hen was like great come and like you know get warm here um so now the little squirrel's being rehabilitated rehabilitated and will be released back into the wild when he's ready but maybe the hen doesn't want the squirrel to go have they thought about that what's the book what's the book the kids book all about that about the the, the bat um the fruit bat that's adopted by um uh, oh what's that book called uh right Vassus, over to you and your crazy um should have gone to specsaver story a teenage boy has found himself in a peculiar situation after he found a piece of chicken in his kfc meal that looks like the uk Except it doesn't. It doesn't at all. <laughs> at, I mean, at all. If you squint, it looks a bit like a llama's head. Harry Hitchum, brackets 16, brackets oh. should know better, was travelling with his Brackets has been on the gummy bears. <laughs> so, sorry, no, of course he hasn't. Shouldn't have said that. Sorry. Was travelling with his family when he tucked into the fillet in his boneless banquet meal. Um, basically, this piece of chicken here, right, it's just a chicken fillet with a tiny little bit of a wing at the... A tiny... Like, if there's a there's a bit of... Um, what's the stuff that they cook it in? The batter yeah. that looks a bit like Northern Ireland. And there's no, a suspicion... No, hang on, hang on, hang on. You're falling for it. It doesn't look anything like Northern Ireland. It's in the wrong place. <laughs> it's it's where the um, the Highlands of Scotland are. It's like where yeah. the Isle of Skye is. So it's in the wrong place. And it, Do you know what it looks mostly like this? Yeah. A chicken wing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It look, looks, looks mostly like a chicken wing from KFC. Yeah. I mean, if it like. I mean, it, if in order for it to look like the UK, there yeah. would you know there'd need to be a little, at least a, a hint of East Anglia or Cornwall. Um, and like you say, the Isle of Skye or maybe the Isle of Man, it's sort of halfway up, is massive. It's it's not at all like the UK. He thinks he's found a piece of KFC chicken that looks exactly like the UK, except <laughs> it doesn't, and he hasn't. <laughs> But if it did look like the UK, we wouldn't be talking about it. And we are, so actually, we home a, a deep death of gratitude. Yeah. I think if you go. Not as get, much as KFC, I yeah. a deep death of gratitude. If you go and get a, what is it, a boneless banquet meal from KFC today, you'd, most of the pieces of chicken in there would look more like the UK than this does. Don't tell Walter I lied to him yesterday. If you meet Walter today, do not tell him that I lied to him yesterday. So yesterday I had my retro boyzone top on. Yep. So it's a boy's own top. It was the first edition boy's own top that I bought in a vi at a vintage store in Camden Market. Long sleeve T-shirt. Had it on yesterday. Black and white uh, photograph of boy's own on the front. I arrived home from work yesterday afternoon. Um, Walt said, Daddy, is that the Beatles? <laughs> I said, yes. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then he said, do the Beatles do Rolling Stones? Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the lies just kept on coming. <laughs> What was the nonsense you were spouting after the show yesterday? It's not just during uh, the show, 6.30 till 10. That gives us some bonus uh, juice afterwards about words, brilliant words. Oh, yeah, no, the perfectly named words. So, for example, <laughs> perf- perfectly, perfectly named, named words. words or just perfect words? Like that, you wouldn't want bubble to be any other word to describe bubble. It's, bu- it's perfect, isn't it? Bubble is perfect to describe bubble. Um, <laughs> See what I mean? B- ball. Ocean. Ocean. It's a perfect word. <laughs> but oh, come on, I can't be alone in here. In oh here? You can. Come no, on, you Sinead, are. let's you go. Absolutely. Let's go. Let's see, let's see what it's like if he's alone yeah. with a microphone <laughs> and this whole show. <laughs> By the way, you were very good on the way to the airport. When I was spoon. on the way to the airport. What? Spoon is spoon. another one. Spoon. Perfect. Spoon. Spoon. What? Spoon is the perfect word for a spoon? Yes. Sp- Did you say spoon is the perfect word for a spoon? That's what I mean. It's a perfectly Do you know what? I think named I thing. I think he's, there's some logic in there. I just can't figure out where. Spoon is the perfect name for a spoon. Well, it would have to be because that's what we call it. Mm. But chair wouldn't be, would it? No, chair's not. Chair's not a perfectly named thing. No, no. Chair's no. Chair's not the perfect word for a spoon. Because it's a chair. No, I see where you're going with this, but just... <laughs> well, I'm not surprised. <laughs> it's not exactly rocket science, is it? But... I see where you're going with these words, meaning what they mean. <laughs> that would have been decided over centuries. <laughs> but certain things... Go on. ...are perfectly named things. Like, you just... So a chair's just, not perfectly named? It doesn't, it doesn't quite It's fit. not cherry it enough. No. Really? It doesn't quite fit. It's fine, and I know what you mean if you say chair, but if you say... <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> you I know what you mean if you say chair. Did you just say that out loud? Look, Chris, I know what you mean if you say chair. Well, thank goodness for your education. So everyone, you know, chair's a, chair's a thing. Chair's a chair. But it's not, you didn't think, you chair's don't think. Chair's a chair. Have you been drinking? What is going on? <laughs> What's wrong with chair? Nothing. It's just not. It's not spooning. It's not, it's not absolutely in the slot, is it? Like, like spoon, <laughs> bubble. Tilly agrees with us. Tilly, come in, come in, come in, come in. Because oh, I think crikey. I think I agree with him. I just can't figure out why. <laughs> I think I do agree with you, Vassus, but I can't figure out why. Tilly, can you help me with what I think? I mean, I this is music to my ears, Vassus. Everything you're saying, I'm sat there like, yes, I totally get it. I think I don't know what it's just to do with the energy. Like another one, bowl. That just works. Oh, perfect. Oh, yeah. Bowl's perfect. But bowl. you, see, I like chair. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna fly the flag for chair. Chair. First of all, it's it's a chair. It's chips. It's cheese. Mm. It's it's harizzo. It's cheese. chair. Cheese is so cheese. Cheese is good. Cheese is. Well, cheese we, is are, hang anything. on a minute. Aren't you getting a bit googly here? Aren't, you know, aren't you? Isn't it about the onomatopoeic? Isn't it about the the mouth pleasure of of rating mm. them? No, is it or is it about what they mean? Or is it everything? It's it's just. Is it like when the, is it like when John and Paul uh, and Ringo and George met up? Was it all the stars aligning? Does everything have to work for a word to be any good? Yes. So, and chair, chair, what's chair got missing then? It's just, it doesn't quite have... Oh, the, I think it, it does. Like it's, 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 it's got a bit like of cha cha char in it, the old chair. <laughs> exactly. What? It's got some cha cha char in it. You don't want a cha cha char when you're having a nice sit down. Oh, I don't mind. <laughs> if I, if I cha cha char, if I have a cha cha char, I, I need to sit down. In a cha 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 chair. So, spoon bowl. 
Yeah, bubble a bulb, bubble, bubble. Yeah. bubble. Like- it all makes sense. I get that because, yeah, I, I kind of get where you're going with that. But mm. um, where would you get that? And- ocean. Ocean. Bubble. Yeah. It, ocean. It's almost like you make oh, this out. Like it sounded a- like you were having to pitch Ocean to Tilly. She, and she, also, she didn't sort of respond. She did. She should give me I, ocean, I, I, I think ocean. ocean. I don't think it as much as I think bubble oh, and bubble. Can I just say the sure, which is the sea, bothers me with that. If we're going to get onto this, that mm. bothers me. Because it's it not. It sounds like the sea. Sh- yeah, but Osho, who Osh. is this? Uh, you remember Osho, the 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 bloke Osho. He's O S H O. He's Osho. An ocean should really, for me, be O S H E A N, not O C E A N. Mm. You know, it's like, do you say tissue or tissue? Tissue. I said tissue for years. I now say tissue. Really? Because I really like it. I really enjoy saying tissue, and that's how you're supposed to say it. That's how you're supposed to say it's tissue. Fun to say. Tissue. I mean, there's there's words that are fun to say, mm. like um, <laughs> like so. Everyone calls it a laundrette, but actually it's a laundrette. And it's really fun to say laundrette. Why is it a laundrette? Why, why is it not a laundrette? Because it launders stuff. Because it launders yeah. stuff. And nobody says laundrette, and I don't know why. Do you say Wednesday? I'm going to start. That's a good one. Oh, good. Good, good. Do you say Logo Broga? Yeah, that's, that, I mean, that's yours, and I, and I love Instead it. Instead of Logo Logo Broga. Um, February. What? February. That's February. Nice February. To say, That's not oh, February. no, that, you can come unstuck very quickly with February. <laughs> you really can. Loads of kids say February, don't they? Mm. Well, February. February. Really if I are. say if I say tongue instead of tongue, Tash won't speak to me for a couple of days. <laughs> it is tongue. It's T O N G U E. She also says rum, and some of our kids say rum. Some don't. Gnome. Oh, no, they're doing it silent just now because that's just silly. It's, it's like it sounds like we're running out of steam with our bit, and th- th- this was a good bit. But now you're just saying now you. Well, I'm bringing in silent letters, and then uh, you've just no, because too far. The, well, no, because it's not interesting. What you're saying is interesting. It just stopped being interesting. But the silent letters, yeah, I disagree. Disagree. That's a good word. <laughs> Disagree. Birthday, birthday. That's a, that's an interesting birthday, one. Birthday, birthday. Happy birthday, happy uh, birthday. Now we're getting us. See, now this is the problem. This is why I don't <laughs> think what your original pitch has got any legs because you've now you've deferred to silent letters and pronunciation. It was mm. never it was never a conversation about pronunciation. It was a question about bubble. It was a mm. conversation about bubble. Legs, another. Legs. Yeah. Good legs. or bad? Yeah, it's perfectly named. I think gnome is perfectly named. <laughs> yes. That's so gnomes yes. are so gnome. Mm. <laughs> gnomes are so gnome. Yes, they are. I'm. I. Do you know what, Sinead? I want You're to be there. with you, but I think I'm with them. Yeah, I think you are too. <laughs> Sorry. It's fine. No, it's fine. You know, whatever. Fine's not a good word. I don't like fine. No. Mm. Does fine? Is fine ever good? Also, no. it's got the other meaning, which is you know, like parking fine. Yeah. Which always. You know, it's, it's always loads, there in the back of your head. It's got loads of meanings. It's like fine as in not not thick. Why fine wine, do people fine say? Yes. Why do people oh, say gosh. fine when they don't mean it? Is everything okay? Yeah, it's fine. It's a completely different conversation. But why is why is that? Why just what's the point? I just don't. I doubt. I don't. I've never got. No, okay, well, I'll, I'll just buy in here. I think it's just because they don't want to unburden whatever their problems might be on you. So if they just say fine, you know that maybe there might be something wrong, so maybe you'll leave them alone or not have conversations about bubbles with them and stuff like that. <laughs> and then they can just get on with their day. So it's, in, it's giving you an instruction on how to act, I think. Acast and Befeela. Oh. 
Mit navn er Anders Morgenthaler. Over for mig sidder Roald Bergmann. Vi har lavet en ny podcast, der hedder Dopaminklubben. Og Dopaminklubben er en klub, hvor ADHD er fucking sjovt, og hvor det griner. Det behøver ikke at være super alvorligt. Vi skider skidt af alle de der podcasts, der forklarer mig nederen der. Vi gør grin med vores ADHD. Mulig ADHD. Ja, vi udreder mig, fordi nogen siger, at jeg har det. Jeg ved det ikke rigtigt, det finder vi ud af. Vi har i hvert fald lavet vedmål. Ind og lyt til Dopaminklubben. Hver uge udkommer vi. Der laver vi sjov spas med at have den her vidunderlige dopaminmangel. It's Firth and Thiesby, and they're in the house. Good morning, gentlemen. Now then. Uh, hello, hello. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Very pleased to be here. This might be, and it's not a competition that has to be held or won, but this might be the my favourite cookbook we've ever had on the show. Seriously. Oh, my goodness. That is high praise Because you've taken indeed. a chance on a chicken, and you have gone for it, haven't you? So it's called meat. You are famously both vegan. Your your cooking is vegan. It's plant based. It's it's extremely good for your all round well being. But this book is called Meat. It doesn't have any meat in it. Mm-hmm. But there's no there's no suggestion of the irony that is within on the front cover. Yes. How the heck did you get this past the publishers? <laughs> it, I mean, I'm all for it, but I've had those conversations. It was a tough one, to be honest, wasn't it? It certainly was. I think both Henry and I are just two whippersnappers from Sheffield, so there's rapscallion in us. So we thought what we wanted to do is create a little bit of a, uh, well, a furore with that uh, title, and I think we've done that. It, well, good. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> um, it is a non-meat, meat-based cookbook right isn't it? so what do you how there's a phrase for that in your world isn't there what is it uh what would you call that a um paradox yeah. oxymoron no no that's that's in our world <laughs> but no isn't there a phrase isn't it like plant, meat? plant-based meat or something a plant protein alt protein all of these things right so it doesn't say vegan meat on the front cover it just no. says meat and also you crack on with it because all the recipes don't mention the fact that Like for example, example the crispy Korean style chicken wings are in fact faux chicken wings, yes, and the, the chicken substitute would be there. I would imagine some tofu in That's the middle tofu, of all yeah. that. That's right. Um, so you talk about spaghetti bolognese. It's ultimate spaghetti bolognese. Again, no no suggestion of meat substitute in the title, but it's all there in the recipe. Duck pancakes are duckless. Yeah, jack right. all the way. Yeah, we're, because we're trying to drive through the protein succession, right? And we're trying to indicate that there is a world where meat can be made from plants. It's a flavour of 
the end of the day. And if you think about a sausage, you can have a veggie sausage and that's not a problem anymore. Or a veggie burger, you can have a veggie burger. We all accept that. And what we're trying to look is maybe two years, three years, five years into the future, where actually we all just accept that meat can be made from plants and that's fine. Mm -hmm. so without judgment, you can cook it however you want to cook it, but let's like be honest about the fact that we do know now how to make protein from beans, which yeah, is amazing. In a way, I suppose there's, there's so many messages within the, the book. In a way, you know, I am the beneficiary of Natasha's plant-based batch cooking. Mm -hmm. Yes. The food that Tash makes, it doesn't matter whether there's meat in it, whether there's moon dust in it. It's just gorgeous. Yeah. And that's the problem. That is the major uh, sticking point. That is the major mountain that lots of people have to climb when it comes to to eating well. Let's forget the fact it's meat versus plants. Yep. Mm -hmm. Just eating well, you know. If it or, or eating unprocessed food, it's so difficult to make it tasty. But if you can, actually, it's not so difficult. We the perceptions, it's so difficult. It takes some effort, mm -hmm. but the the goal that's on the other side of that hard is worth it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's easy when you know how, and that's why we put that <laughs> book together. Because one thing that people seem to really lack when they first adopt a plant based diet is texture and chew and bite. And what we wanted to do mouth is, pleasure, yeah, mouth yeah. feel, mouth pleasure. So what we wanted to do is show people that if you take the right vegetables and cook them in the correct way, then you can really get fantastic texture get loads of flavour in there and recreate those meaty sensations that they have grown up with. Yeah, and the kids won't know the difference. Absolutely. And the other thing about, you know, the other, the other strong philosophy for, you know, um, better health uh, and, and better wealth for ourselves and also the planet... Bear in mind, you know, we're not talking about saving the planet. The planet's going to be fine. Whether we're going to be around to be on the planet is a completely different matter. Good point. Yeah, very good That's point. the, you know, because there's always the, um, save the, was it called save the, save the earth? Or I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Yeah, they would save the Earth. They would yeah. save and the planet. And it's like, no, Earth's going to be fine. It's yeah. the parasites that are at peri in peril. Yeah. And that's yeah. us law. Non, or plant-based food doesn't have to be as tasty as more sort of traditional uh, food that isn't good for you. It has to be tastier. Mm. That's the thing, isn't mm. it? Yeah. So your your Beyond Burgers, your Impossible Burgers, their philosophy from those multi-billion dollar companies is, no, it has to be as of not as affordable it has to be more affordable and it has to be tastier yeah. to get people to change their habits yeah absolutely yeah it, and, and some of the plant-based meat companies that are coming out now are doing that yeah i mean there's a i'm going to drop the name of it it's juicy marbles that company have managed to crack like fibrous nature of beef and we've actually featured their product on the front cover yeah. of the book and it just looks like meat it tastes like meat it sizzles like meat and it is very very delicious but it doesn't have the same carbon footprint <laughs> I love stewed steak, right? Mm. Yeah. My mum used to make stewed steak. She made the best stewed steak in the world. I used to love Time Brand tinned stewed steak. You know, I, I love uh, pulled pork. I love Lancashire hot pot. You know, I was brought up with this kind of food mm -hmm. and I would not be able to tell the difference. No. We should have brought that in for you. No, yeah, yeah, well, listen, I'm happy with the sausage rolls. We're all happy with the sausage <laughs> yes, rolls. We are. Yeah. Do you know the other thing about, about this plant meat is um, it, it's out there, it's getting a bit of a bad rap at the moment because of, um, you know, some sales are down and there's a phrase ultra processor people freak out about. Um, but if we were to take the comparison of flying 
and a train to go on holiday, right? Like, it's fine to go on holiday, and if you fly, we're not going to judge you for it, but at least we know that it's a bit worse for the planet and we can bear that in mind. And I think what we really want to happen with these plant-based proteins is for people to realise that plant meat is a bit better for the planet, mm -hmm. but if you want to have meat, that's fine, that's your call, but at least let's have an open and frank discussion about that. And that's really our core message here, as well as it can be absolutely delicious. Mm -hmm. You have really gone for this, haven't you? Because <laughs> yeah. not only is the book called Meat and it's got no meat in it, and some people will buy it. I mean, lots of people are going to buy it, buy it mistakenly, and they might not notice until they go, when do I need to go to the butchers? Never. I'm going to say something right now. So Tom um, just showed us a picture earlier on. <clears throat> And basically, right, so he's gone into, into the supermarket and at the meat counter, there's two cookbooks and one of them is ours. <laughs> like on, on, yeah. on the counter of, of, the, of the meat in the supermarket. So it's not ridiculous. only is the book called Meat, not only is every recipe ha have a meat or a fish in the title with no substitute, and, and the word substitute isn't in any of the titles. Yep. You have a whole section on lamb and it's called la lamb. <laughs> All the chapters are like that. So we have a chicken chapter, poultry, cha uh, poultry chapter, lamb chapter, the, all of the chapters are just typed. I'm not joking. Yeah. I agree with you, right? 100%. And I'm not playing devil's advocate. Yeah. Genuine question. How did you get this past the publishers? Because they are notoriously <laughs> frightened of things mm. like this. They're frightened of 1% of things like this. Yeah, it's true. Well, we're lucky enough to be published by HarperCollins, who are also based in the building that we're sat in right now. And we, we've obviously... They trust us because we've sold a million cookbooks. Every concept that we've come up with has been a success. Mm. And, uh, yeah, they, they were pleased to sort of publish it. But one thing that they did insist is put that chapter that you're looking at right there, the how to make meat, right at the front of the book, mm. because that is really, really interesting uh, cooking techniques that you've got there. It's funny, isn't it? Because we are living in the research and development, the public front-facing, um, middle and front-facing uh, public research and development chapter of this world in as much as you know when uh, meat free baking came out we all went nice at it it's rubbish yeah it's getting better it's brand new isn't it it's yeah. just out there we're at the beginning of innovation just like with ai this is like the start of something new and very exciting what well, what was i mean i think bacon because bacon is notoriously it's like, you might not like bacon but who does i don't believe there's anybody with nostrils who doesn't it like the smell good. of bacon yeah, yeah you know true. Bacon is the downfall of many ex-vegetarians. Yeah. They, you know, it usually a bacon sandwich after a big night out. Absolutely, they got them back on the meat wagon, literally. Um, how how good is it now? Uh, how hard was it? Um, and give us give us some more facts and figures about where we are. Yeah. I, I would say uh, the bacon wise, in terms of our recipe, it's pretty good. It's an easy one that you can make it? at home. Um, go on, Ian. What's the recipe? So we've got vital wheat gluten, which mm -hmm. is a really sort of protein-rich flour, essentially, and we're blending that with chickpeas, which is also protein-rich. And we're taking th our main dough and we're using the white part, which we're flavoured with miso, to give it the saltiness of the bacon. And we've, uh, we're making a red part with beetroot powder to give it the red. And then essentially what we're doing is rolling both of those two doughs out on, into a big flat kind of um, shape, and then we're we're piling those uh, shapes up on each other to to form the bacon look strata yeah exactly and once you've got that you squashed it down and then you freeze it off so it all binds together nicely and then you unfreeze it you chop it out you fry it up and it is is pretty damn good and when you put it in with some lettuce some tomato and a nice chia batter yeah. roll with some vegan mayonnaise you can't tell the difference yeah and you just want the i mean ultimately you want the savory um sort of aspect to 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 sort of accentuate Every other flavour that's in exactly. there, with yeah, you know, exactly. the sweet and the salt yeah. and the savoury. Can I just add, Chris? Like yeah. Ian just used an interesting word there, right? Dough. 
Mm -hmm. which is not something you would associate with meat. And a lot of people are a bit like wondering, what are these products you can buy on supermarket shelves? And ultimately what they are is, they are a dough, mm -hmm. but the dough is made with pea protein or soy protein or wheat protein. And it's so similar to how we make bread, which is really interesting. People get freaked out about it, but you don't have to. We would recommend, if you haven't tried a plant-based meat, just give one a try. Yeah. Well, they're gorgeous. I mean, right? it's a real fun game to play. If you're having a barbecue with your mates, yes. you know, and they're really looking forward to coming around, just don't tell them. They yeah. won't. They, they'll, <laughs> they'll probably say something like, this is the best burger I've ever had yeah. in my life. It's true. Well, yeah, they might guess if it's us two cooking, but... Yeah, yeah. we'll just hide <laughs> you around the corner other people for a big Anton Deck reveal at the end. <laughs> so have you, have you done that, Chris? Surprise. Yeah. Chris, have you had a, had a taste test like that with your friends? Yeah, no, loads of times. Amazing. I mean, we, you know, because we, we, I'm very lucky because I'm married to who I'm married to. Yeah. She's the opposite. Uh, very unlucky because she's married to who she's married to. <laughs> Philly cheesesteak. I mean, look at this burger. Look at that burger. Tell yeah. us about the Philly cheesesteak burger. Oh, well, um, the Philly cheesesteak is something, well, it's like the main food coming out of Philadelphia. Yes, it is. And what we've done there is we've made a really sort of umami-rich, um, meaty gravy, and we've got uh, chunks of plant-based steak, and then we've sort of simmered it down. And then we're just basically serving it in a hoagie roll with some uh, with some vegan cheddar. And again, it, it looks the business, it smells the business, and it tastes delightful too, just without the meat. Tashi's vegan gravy, which she served up at Christmas, because you know, I mean, you know, we had a proper turkey and we had we had uh, plant-based turkey as well, mm. but everybody had the vegan gravy and they said it's the best gravy they've ever had. Good. Nice. What was right. the uh, like base of it? Was it a red wine or a mushroom? There'll be a red wine. There'll be mushrooms wine. in there. I mean, I can get her on. So there's miso in there as well. Mm. There's harissa in there. There's all yeah. the you know, you know the score. <laughs> That's the best thing about gravy. You can just keep on just adding bits to it until it's good. <laughs> do you know what yeah. I mean like you get your base recipe it's like oh okay just do a little bit of that yeah. a little bit of this and before you know it you've got the like, best gravy ever and someone says have you got the recipe and you're like nope no. <laughs> right <laughs> lobster rolls what's in your lobster boys Ooh. hearts of palm which is you may remember it from the 1980s along with like prawn cocktail and black square plates it's a bit of a retro ingredient black square um, plates yeah do you remember those yeah. they, yes, they were please, trendy that. and, um, and uh, what was the um, smoked glass coffee tables Oh, yes. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. I mean, I was only just born, so uh, <laughs> I don't really remember it. Yeah, but I mean, um, so those hearts of palm are just a really nice way to carry flavour. And they're, they have the same texture, a soft texture of like crab or indeed, in this case, lobster. And then we, you make a, a Mary Rose sauce and you pop it again in a hoagie roll with some iceberg lettuce. And it's a great sarnie. Look at this, Sinead. Look at this. This is this is a cut of the boys' uh, meatless beef. <laughs> Would you know the difference? No, not at all. You know, a bit of griddling helps, but it, we do eat with our eyes, don't we? So yep. if if you're if if what's on the plate can sort of uh, lay the ground for your tummy, uh, which it often does, mm. um, then you're more than halfway there, which is why I suppose it's also important. It's all about the packaging. Yeah. yeah. Because it's one, you know, as is life. It's about how we frame. Everything like sausage mm. and stuffing, pastry puffs. Once again, if you've just tuned in, this we're talking to Henry Nee and the Bosch Boys. Delicious, hearty, plant-based Bosch meat. The book is called Meat, and there is no, there's no doffing of a cap on the front uh, to suggest it's anything other than uh, from animals. But it is. This is all plant-based meat recipes, and yeah. it's just phenomenal. I can't believe you have 25. No, I can believe. Sorry, congratulations on. 
uh, having 25 million YouTube subscribers. This is not viewers, uh, subscribers. No, no, no. Uh, what have we got? We've got about 3 million followers across all the platforms. All right, okay, and we right. get 25 million views per month yeah. across all the platforms. So well, Facebook, you're still going to take that, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, so, well, yeah, it we works reach, great. Yeah. <laughs> we do reach a lot of people, and it's really good because, you know, if every time that someone is exposed to one of our videos, they're yeah. being exposed to plant-based food, which is ultimately really really good potentially for their own health um great for the environment and, and kind of obviously great for animals too and this is what we do we just cook every day sometimes we're writing books but every day we're putting out videos and it's all recipes it's all tasty and it's all plant-based for the planet they say uh, you know a friend of mine who works for he's very high up in cnn over on the west coast of america and he says that the biggest issue his company has now is the beast that is digital because it just eats content mm-hmm. forgive the pun yes um do you, do you find that to, to be the same because you have to produce so much content now and there does have to be a certain standard to it uh, because other people who are you know starting up they're they're spending loads of money on their first few videos and they may go out of business the next day but the point is those videos are out there now and collectively that seems to be the standard regardless of whether it's sustainable or not how do you do how do you cope with all with yeah, that situation? it's tough you know it is social content is like a treadmill you've just got to keep on running you've got to keep on pumping and then there's more channels there's TikTok that requires something different mm. I mean do you know I was saying to my friend you're you're like the first the first generation of influencer because your life is all out there right on the radio every single morning even including the news which we heard the yeah. other day which hope you're okay and like well done for bringing that to the country yeah yeah um it's it's influencers have to bear all and not only is it tough in terms of time but emotionally it's pretty tough as well yeah and one thing i've come to realize with social media is that there are an incredible wealth of extremely talented people out there and previously uh, you know the platforms there was some maybe four channels and a couple of radio shows and it was really difficult for really talented people to get in front of a lot of people but now if you've got a phone and you've got an idea and you've got a bit of time to make the video what you want to make you can make something fantastic so uh, so for us it's great because we've been doing it for eight years but it keeps us on our toes seeing yeah. all these newbies coming yeah 100 100 um and business-wise this is your seventh book yeah? yes um and you know we were expecting we always expect great things from you when you come in and we're thinking, well, where are they going to go next with this message? Because, you know, people can become deaf to a message no matter how um, justifiable or useful it is. And that's why you have to sort of relight a, a new looking fire when you want people to take note back to the news you were referring to before. You know, it's all right. I'll do it this week. Simon Jordan did it a couple of weeks ago, but yeah. somebody else will have to do it again next week. Otherwise, people will forget. When did you come upon this genius idea? Whose whose idea was it for this? This is your best book. It might, I said, honestly, it might be the best book cookery book we've ever had, and we've had them all, mate. Oh wow, that's high praise indeed coming from you. Whose idea was it? This is my idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, and that Ian nervous laughter there. Yeah. Um, so what was what did you think Ian, when he suggested it? Well, uh, I Henry think that suggested. yeah, like the idea of you like celebrating <laughs> plant-based meat in book form was a very very good one and I think that the the, the name for the book is very very good too. We we just um, <laughs> basically you hate the fact you didn't come up with yeah, it. No. <laughs> we knew it was a big risk, didn't we? Yeah. yeah but we, we just did. thought it was a risk worth taking, and it was kind of progressive. Progressive. What's interesting is we are starting to see a dip in some plant-based meat sales, but that's natural after you see this hyper growth which we've just been through. There's quite a lot of doom and gloom news around plant-based at the moment. You'll read it. We often get asked about it on the radio, but the way we see it is it's this kind of. Uh, consolidation phase you know it's just it's just being people being a bit more sensible after going too crazy about something new and exciting i almost wish it had come out 
six months earlier or six months later. Well, indeed, yeah. But it's, do you know what? It's a massive statement, mm. and I think it will really stand the test of time, as will the recipes. Mm. It's funny, though, isn't it? Because this is a tried and tested, not a tried and tested, but a sort of um, uh, a, a cyclical playbook for anything. So mm. when Twitter came out, mm -hmm. you know, there was there was not much of a fuss about it. Then there was loads of fuss about it, and then eighteen months later, said this is this is a dead duck. This is it's yeah. it's over. And now then it came back, and it was really influential. Then it decided, you know, various things uh, for good and for bad. And it was the same with the internet as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what they said, there's a phrase for it in America, um, when people get together. They, they say uh, form, storm, reform, and perform. Nice. And I think that's mm. sort of where we are. We're yeah. in the, yeah. the third um, yeah. season or the third semester of, of that particular journey with plant-based food. Yeah. Because a lot of the bigger companies like Beyond Meat and Impossible, uh, they are struggling, aren't they? Yeah. Because it's a very expensive business to make work. Um, and the, the cut through was happening, and then it all started. I don't know whether COVID was something to do with it or not, mm. but um, but this is very much the way forward. I, th I think it's absolutely brilliant. And you brought in some food, you brought in some. Mm -hmm. Why did you choose sausage rolls? Why not, of course, but why? Well, the main reason was we wanted to use the Bosch sausages, um, but also it's a breakfast food. It's one that we knew would be okay for you serving cold because we didn't know if you would have an oven. Mm -hmm. um, and we hope you're going to love it. Okay, yeah. should we go in then? Should we dive in? Let's have a little nibble. Why okay, not? Can we just describe them? Because they're, they're actually yeah. not sausage rolls. They're, yeah. they're it, sa sausage um, presents almost. Yeah, it's like a pastry <laughs> puff. So what uh, what you're basically doing is taking a square of puff pastry and in the middle of that puff pastry, you're putting a little layer of cranberry sauce, some vegan cheese, and then the main mixture, which is very simple. It's um, vegan sausages and... Um, sage and onion um, stuffing and you're sort of making a nice mixture of that you're popping it in the middle and you're folding the corners into the middle to make a really nice star shape and this is the sort of thing that you could serve at Christmas for sure it reminds me of one of those little paper things in origami that kids used yeah, to. Exactly that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah when you it'll um, find out who your girlfriend's yeah. going to be. Yeah, yeah that, exactly. Yeah. Um, bear in mind, by the way, you know the hot dogs, the um, cheapy hot hot dogs that are in the book as well. Most, a lot of things that we love that are, are meat-centred are anything but meat as far as the rest of the recipe goes, mm -hmm. i.e. all the garnishing you put on and things yeah, like that. Yeah. And apart from the... I mean, obviously, the sausage and sausage rolls, but everything else is plant-based, even in sausage rolls, yeah, isn't it? That's yeah, right. yeah, and that's where the flavour comes from. Well, not all the way, all the flavour, yeah, but the, a lot of the flavour comes from. Yeah, because it, seldom would people just take a chicken breast, whack it on the griddle and eat it. You know, they're going to do things to it. They're going to get some barbecue sauce. They're going to get some seasoning on there. Butter. And all of that seasoning yeah. is coming out <laughs> of the plant-based food. Drowning <laughs> Okay, so um, the proof is in the pudding and then the tasting. So here we go. Let's have a nibble. Oh. Do bear in mind, it is cold. Oh, so, you know, really it would disgusting. be better when it was warm. No, not for me. <laughs> oh, that's a goodie, that one. Oh, no. no, no. Mm. He doesn't it's, like it. It's stunning. Mm. It tastes like Christmas. It, it really does. Oh it's, it's the cranberry sauce mm. and the sage onion stuffing. Yeah. That is Christmas in a pastry. It is. Yeah. And, and I, was, I love their so roasted nice. sesame seeds as well. Mm. It's one of my favourite so nice. things to add to anything. Mm. That is so nice. Yeah. Good. Fantastic. Well, I mean, it's packed full of goodness. <laughs> and it's just that little bit better for the planet as well as being tasty. And as Henry said, it's packed full of Bosch sausages, which are coming out in restaurants next year. Oh. <laughs> really? Yeah. Boshages. 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 Oh, mate, we need a rebrand. A boshage. Boshage. It's a boshage roll. <laughs> yeah. That's what it is. 
Love it. And you coming to Carfest at the weekend? Oh, mate, can't wait. It's Thanks for having me. You're going to rock it. You're going to smash it. Oh, yeah, and you know it. We're, yeah. we're, we're cooking a, a recipe from the book. We're cooking the Lebanese lamb flatbreads. Right. And then we're also doing um, a book signing straight after. Cool. And then we've got a panel talk with Candice Brown, which is going to be awesome. Sounds like you know more about what you're doing at Carfest than I know <laughs> yeah. about what you're doing and I'm doing and the whole of the rest of the Carfest is doing. Great, boys. Well done. Congratulations. Nice one, Chris. Thank Could you be the biggest much. book. Might well be the biggest book they've ever done. Bosch meat. Over 100 outrageously tasty recipes out now. <laughs> Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.